0: Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God even as you listen. Be blessed. The second coming of Christ is in two aspects. The first aspect is when it's going to come surreptitiously. It's going to come discreetly. I think probably clandestinely, (laughs) that one I'm not sure, but it's going to come secretly. He said it's going to come as a thief in the night. Two shall be on the field, one will be taken, one will be left behind. And so, and and last week because it was Easter, I had to just talk about the resurrection, pick it up from from the cross to the resurrection. And so I think there are three ways, I will focus on three ways to prepare for his coming. (laughs) three ways to (laughs) in Luke chapter 14 thank you before we go to Luke 14 let's go to Luke 16 I want to show you something thank you Jesus Lord we love you we give you praise for the privilege to be together to be prepared for your coming thank you lord thank you lord all right what did i say look what it's rather luke 17. and when he was when he was demanded of the pharisees when the kingdom of god should come he answered them and said the kingdom of God comes not with observations, neither shall they say, Lo here or Lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So they ask him, When is the kingdom of God coming? When are we going to experience? Now, this kingdom of God is talking about the rulership of God, which is already in our midst. Yeah. But they were talking, the question they were asking was, an Eschatological question that's end time. What is the every when is everything going to end for the God to come? And he gave them the answer is that the kingdom of God is actually in your midst, the rulership of God. Yeah. Yeah. But in Matthew chapter 24, Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, and as he sat upon the mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the signs of the coming of the end of the world? This one. What shall be the signs of the coming of the end of the world? They wanted to know. So at least we can be prepared and we know it's coming. What shall be the signs? And look at the verse um, 21. Verse 21 says that, for then shall be tribulations, such as was not seen the beginning of the world to this time, No, no, never, uh, so, no, not, no, uh, sorry, no, nor ever shall be. Then verse 22, except those days shall, shall, shall be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the less sake... The, those days shall be shortened. So, Jesus said that there's going to come a tribulation. Tribulation. Talking about the end times. A period of severe tribulation, that hardship. It It is going to be hard. But I taught you the other time, before the tribulation, there shall be a rapture. So, the believers who are prepared and ready for his coming, they will escape the tribulation. They they will be the first fruits, you remember? The first fruits of Christ's work. They will be the first fruits. So they will be saved and they will escape the tribulation. Then, after the tribulation, there shall be, uh, no, uh, uh, after three and a half years, there shall be another one. Christ is going to appear openly. The first one is going to come secretly, like a thief in the night, according to Revelation chapter 3, verse 3. He shall come secretly. And then, when he comes, he said, you come with me. He said, if therefore thou shalt not watch, I will, come, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know the hour I will come upon thee. <laughs> Can you imagine? the time coming. Somebody will be busy watching pornography. <laughs> oh, you'll be in your boyfriend's room. And you'll be dancing for your boyfriend. And then, uh, ah, Jesus is crying. ah! <laughs> <laughs> that be a serious one. Some people will be texting their girlfriends. The, and their wife is not, is not aware. They are texting their girlfriends uh, oh, baby, Christian brother, oh, baby, uh, you know, I miss you so much. The other time was so cool. But <laughs> but the truth what he just said is in my, according to Matthew chapter 24 verse 40 for somewhere he says that some people he said two will be on the field verse 40 down two will be on. so you'll be doing normal work some will be asleep by the time Christ is coming it will be night time for some people it will be day time to work, work hours some will be working some will be asleep but then suddenly how do we prepare so we do normal I want to give you three number one Preparing for the coming of Christ. Number one. Thank you, Jesus. We have to prepare in three ways. The number one I want to talk about is sacrificing everything. Sacrificing everything. Luke chapter. I'll sacrifice some Lord, but not everything. So that's why I pause to say everything because I know it will not go down well at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what does it mean to sacrifice everything? Luke chapter 14, reading from verse. Um, Okay, I'll take it from verse 25. Then Luke chapter, oh, sorry, I'm going to, I'm reading, I'm I'm very sorry, I've gone to Matthew in my Bible. And there there went great multitude with him, and he turned and said unto them, if any man come to me and hate not his father, or his mother, or his, his wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. For whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a house uh, build a tower, seated not down first, and counted the cost, whether he has sufi- sufficient to finish it. Lest haply, after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, and all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Verse 31 Or, oh, what king going to make war against another king, seated not down first, and Consulted whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000, or else while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an ambassage and desired conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he has, Cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its sable, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor yet for the dunghill, but men cast it out. He that has an ear is neither fit for the house or for hell. You are not fit to go. You are really not for hell. So Jesus said something about, remember Lord's wife. I'll go to that. That will be one of the, Luke 17, we'll go to it. Not today, because I don't think I'll have the time. But, Jesus said, the key point here is that, you need to, I think the verse, verse 33. Likewise, whosoever, uh, who, whosoever he be of you, that forsaketh not all that he has. there must be a forsaking of all. There must be a forsaking of all. What does, what does that mean? Practically. I want to take it from the verse 25 and 26 more. Luke chapter 14, 25, 26, because that's where he started by explaining. And he says, um, verse 26. And he said to them, "If any man come to me and hate not, let's count it. Let's go. Hate not what his father, father, eh? hey, and mother, and what, and what, children, and what, and 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 brethren, brethren, and what, and sisters. What? Yea, and his own life. So it's not about be a hater of people." That you and your family are loggerheads because you are going to church now, you don't talk to your family members. No, 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 that's not what he's talking about. Because it, Jesus won't tell you that hate your children. He's mm. mm. not saying that hate you. But when he added self, then he's trying to say he's be at loggerheads with yourself. No. So, in other words, this is more of the denial of sacri- anything to cost you, sacrificing anything because. All these things are very important and vital in life. Yourself being the center. And so, if you come after, the word come after also means follow. Before Jesus died on the cross, his disciples followed him physically. After the cross, his disciples will follow him from the spirit. So, we are all followers of Christ, but not in the way Peter used to follow when he was Jesus was alive. Because they followed him physically where he was going, they were with him. But now it's changed. We are with him in the spirit. He said in second Timothy chapter four verse twenty-two, the Lord be with your spirits. The Lord be, the Lord Christ be with your spirit, be with you. So we follow him from the spirit. So now, it says that if you want to follow me, then you must be ready to deny and abandon or ready to lose. Mm, Remember, I didn't even add boyfriend. That means boyfriend is very low on 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 the... or wife. slow. It talking about yourself, sister, brother. Those, these are life because you broke up with your boyfriend some time ago, didn't you? You have a new one. <laughs> but you can't break up with your sister. No. You can't change your mother. You can't change your sister. You can't change your brother. Those things are, you can't change your child. It's, it's permanent in life. But these are permanent fixtures in your life. So, please, leave that girl alone. No, not I really want to say, but my girl is sending me to hell. Why don't you let her take the lead and go, and you just go to heaven? Let her go to hell. <laughs> it will be sad that a boy will lead you. You used to be born again. You were supposed to have been born again, but because of your boyfriend, you didn't get born again. Your girlfriend you didn't get born again, and then you die earlier. Later on, before she died, she became born again. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. She will be happy and will be doing. And he cried, Father Abraham. (laughs) He said, (laughs) (laughs) Say, take up your cross. That's That's the verse. Verse 27. Look at verse 27. I think I want to dwell on this. Whosoever does not bear his cross, I think, give me the uh, New King James. Let's see how I post it. If it uh, okay, if it does not bear his cross and come follow me, cannot be. Bear your cross. Cross-bearing. I think that's what I'll be focusing on. Because people who can bear their cross are likely to miss their rapture. Bear your cross. Bear your cross. When we talk about taking up your cross or bearing the cross, we are... Oh, I like this. I like what I'm about to say. Wow. The cross is not meant... Watch this. The cross is not meant for suffering. When we say take your cross, is not really the focus of the cross. Bearing your cross is not meant for suffering. It's not, it's not about suffering. The cross is not for suffering of a person. The cross is the termination of a person. Things die on the cross, not suffer on the cross, they die. So when he says, take your cross and follow me, he's actually talking about something that needs to die. No, I'm suffering for Christ. No, you actually have to die for Him. First of all, something must be dead. Galatians chapter two, verse twenty. I am crucified with Christ. That's the Christians. That's where Christianity starts from. You can't be a Christian if you don't have this. Oh, I like this. Ooh. This Is nice on the day uh, in, according to John chapter 19 verse 17, 17 and 18? He he bowed his cross, Jesus. John 19, 17, 18. Jesus bore his cross. Ah, 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 ah. And he bearing his cross went out to the place called place, uh, the place called the place of the skull, which is in Hebrew Golgotha. Verse 18. Verse 18. Where what happened to him? What happened to him? So, put your Bible down, please. So, let's say he's my cross. Okay, behave like a cross. And then Jesus carried the cross. Ah, 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 ah. And when they got to Golgotha, what happened to him there? They put him on the cross and crucified him. And Galatians chapter 20, chapter two, verse 20 said, I am crucified with Christ. Now, we are supposed to be crucified and then now carry the cross. (laughs) He carries the cross and he was before crucifixion. Our own will crucify before carrying the cross. Wow. Wow. Christianity starts from the cross. Easter, 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 Easter. No, the cross. If you haven't been to the cross, you are not a Christian. Right. Wow. You are actually not. Sociologically or politically, you may, they may call you a Christian because you are taking a box. No, but you are not a Christian. Coming to church doesn't make you a Christian. Church is meant for Christians to grow. It's a home. It's home. Yesterday, I was teaching some guys. Pastor, you like this. Oh, I like it. On Friday, I was teaching some guys, the missionary guys. And then yesterday, I hit on it again. When Jesus Christ was tempted by the devil. Can you imagine? Do you know the first temptation? Jesus Christ, the devil came to him. He said, "If you are the son of God, turn what? There are stones. I taught you what are stones for? For building. Stones are for building, not bricks. God uses stones, so that's why we are living stones for the building of His house." The devil said, "Turn this stone into bread." <laughs> Don't focus on building of God's house. Focus on your, your, your peace. Focus on your prosperity. Don't focus on, some of us, you work and work and work and work and work and work, and no, no investment in the things of God. I'm not talking about your money. So invest your energy first before your money. Yeah, come on. Your resources, your human resources, your intelligence, your ability, bring it on board. You are supposed it's for stone, it's not for bread. The devil said, turn this stone into bread and use it for your own livelihood. <laughs> Satan doesn't like building of a church. So coming to church is not, it's not coming to you, don't become a Christian because you came to church at all. You can become a Christian because you came to the cross. Yeah. And when you get to the cross, something dies. Something, hey, you know what dies at the cross? Ooh, man. It's called the old man. Hmm, I'm going to teach a Christian message. <laughs> Very well. It's called the old man. That's what we need. The old man must die. The old man is called the body of sin. Must die. And so the cross of Christ when he said I'm crucified with Christ. Uh, Galatians, let's go ahead again. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. He said Let's all read it from the screen. Let's go. It looks like you have lost energy. The message, you don't like it at all. Is it not a good message? Is it not amazing? Okay, so then let's read it. Let's go. But Christ, who lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave me Himself. You see, so I, who has been crucified? Who, from the text? Who have been crucified? I, I that I, that I, that I, that I, that I, is what the cross terminates. So if you are born again and you still retain your eye, I, I don't know what you mean by born again then. What, what, maybe it's, a, it's just a religious ascent to the set of doctrines Christian believe in, but you have not changed. Because you are still very much alive. You are still very much alive. It's an I, the I have been crucified. Romans six. 6 I like Romans six. 6. I like Romans 6. It's a very powerful text. Romans 6 is an amazing, amazing text. Knowing this, that uh, I... Did you see that? Old man is not talking about your father. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you are talking to your friends or something. How is the old man? No, 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 no. This one uh, is... Uh, <laughs> the eye. The eye. <laughs> that I. Thank you. That's what I'm... Calling. Yeah. That eye is called the old man the old man fashioned according to your human nature. Mm-hmm. So he says that, knowing this, that our old man was, ah! So when Christ died on the cross, somebody also died on the cross. It's called I, that same, the same I have been crucified. It's the same old man that God crucified on the cross. I have been crucified with him That the body, you see, why? Hmm, This is going to get interesting. Remember I told you the body of sin. is a body of sin. That the body of sin might be done away with. What's the meaning of the body of sin being done away with? I I will tell you the difference between the body of sin and the body of death. But this body of sin. Okay, uh, sin lives in man because of Adam and sin uses your body. Your body is, is where sin is. So sin uses your body as an instrument. So anytime you live according to your body which is called, another, another place is called the flesh. You are a cheap and a ready instrument for sin, the original sin that has lived in you since you were born. He uses, so in fact, yesterday I was teaching some guys and I told them that when Christ saved us, he never saved our flesh. So you see, some of you will be surprised to hear this. Righteousness, nice things you do from your flesh is still flesh. God doesn't like anything flesh. So whether you do good from the flesh or you do bad from the flesh is the same. So long as God is concerned. Good behavior from the flesh, which is stemming out from your personal opinion, personal, this how I want to know it. I'm a nice person, you know, people like me, you know. And it has not got anything to do with your faith in Christ. Yeah. It's, not got, it's, got, it's not got anything to do with living by the Spirit. But living by yourself because naturally you know how to be nice. You smile people, you are helping people. Anybody who is in need, they know they can come to me and help me. These are all, it's called uh, 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 self-righteous works. They're actually not coming from living by faith in Christ through the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit and you, do not, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. It only takes the spirit to deal with the flesh life. Yes. Up outside of the spirit the, and faith in Christ. Faith in Christ deals with the demands of the law. Life in the spirit deals with the flesh. In fact, Bible puts it this way in Galatians chapter 5, verse 17, that the, the flesh lasts against the spirit. 17. He said the flesh lasts against the spirit, and the spirit, the flesh against the flesh. The flesh is always doing something that is contrary to the spirit. Very contrary to the spirit. you see the spirit is capital S. It's not your, your human spirit, the spirit that is in you. Flesh. So he says, I have in Romans 6 says, I have been crucified with Christ. No, no, sorry. Uh, knowing that our old man was crucified with him, that's the body of sin. <laughs> I like this. What I was studying, the, the body of sin. The body of sin. There. Your body is still around, it's a body of sin. Okay? That's why sometimes all kinds of things come to you desires and all. It's, it's, but if you allow your body, it will sin naturally. Not by nature you are, you, are, you are born to sin that's why you have to be born again from your spirit so that when you live according to the spirit you live unto righteousness that's it, that's it, that's it. And so when Christ died on the cross for us the body of sin watch this the cross of Christ deals with the, 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 sorry the sin the old man it crucifies the old man so as soon as the old man is crucified, that, that I, the old man is crucified, the body of sin has been annulled, has been unemployed. Because the old man uses this body of sin. Because the law of sin is naturally in the body, and the old man uses it to express himself. Yeah. So when you die with Christ on the cross, your old man doesn't have the opportunity to use the body of sin. So, that, six is, look at 6. I want, I want to show you something. Uh, can, let's see Amplify. Let me see how Amplify puts it. We know that the, the old, unrenewed self was nailed to the cross with him in order that our body, which is the... You see? You see I, I didn't even know it's there. Uh, uh, see? Our, uh, which, our, our body, which is the, the instrument of sin, might be made ineffective, unemployed, Ineffective, inactive to evil. What I say? I'm, 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 I'm no longer slave to sin. The, that body, the body of sin, is the body that is able to sin. Right. Christ, that, that old man was crucified so that that body of sin is useless. It doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Because it's an instrument, but what can use it is no more there. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Bit redundant. Mm. Is I prefer the word unemployed. So yes. Yes. it doesn't have any work to do. Yeah. So then, why is it that when you are born again, you are still living in sin? Because we are crucified, and then after the crucifixion, the cross of Christ is in three ways. After the crucifixion, the 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 Dealing with the, the crucifixion of Christ deals with the I, I'm crucified. Deals with the old man, yeah. so that the body of sin is rendered power, powerless. Now, after that, look at Galatians chapter four, the, sorry, chapter five, verse twenty-four. I'm sorry, Galatians five twenty-four. This how to prepare for the Galatians five twenty-four. <laughs> hey, let's read it. Let's read it out together. Let's go. And those who are of Christ have crucified the flesh, his passions, and, and desires. Wow. Who have those who are of Christ have done what? We, we, we. You see, the other one is the sin that I was crucified with Christ. Man, they said that those of us who are in Christ we have crucified. This, we are not crucifying the old man. But we are now, so those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions, its desires, the things you love. This is, how, this is what it means to take your cross. Stay on the cross. You <laughs> were crucified. Stay on the cross. Christian brother, Christian sister, Christian wife. Hmm. Christian husband mm. every time they need to come and mediate in your marriage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stay on the cross mm-hmm. Bishop Oedipo said something mm. he said I have never argued with my wife how oh, about never have argued with my wife mm. and I remember at the time uh, mommy K came and was teaching she, she made a statement that sometimes if there's they won't they don't agree on something, she just treats her husband with honor or carries herself with honor. That see, someone who is honorable can't imagine Theresa may say, Leave me alone, I'll deal with this man, leave me yes. in the parliament. Fight yes. on, oh, no. <laughs> <That was laughs> no, no, no. Prescott may <laughs> so, so, so you are a vessel of honor. The way you address your husband, the way you address your wife as a Christian. You said, no, no, I'm too dignified to behave like this. Can't imagine me in the house and insulting my wife. You're a stupid man. Get out of me. No, no. Ah, If you are there, I won't do it. So you won't do it when others are there. Why? Because it's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself. Why is it that when others are not there, you are doing it? You are doing it. And now some of it, some of the people it's very funny. They I've seen wild things. They can sit in my presence, me and pastor, who, and we husband and wife. They said, no, leave me alone, pastor. It's hey, the first time. Like, what do you think? And they say, you are a liar, you a liar. And they are, we say, hey, hey, what? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yeah. fighting before us. Hey, wow. one day we went to a home to go and it was we, we. <laughs> the, I'm what, our presence doesn't matter anymore. Uh, but also, why did you call us? Hey, and uh, the, you are a liar. You are a stupid woman. You are a foolish man. Why you? Hey, hey I, want to take chair to... I, I, I couldn't believe. What is singing? I couldn't believe, Christian brother. Let your jumping and your shouting in church be substantiated by your behavior towards your husband, your behavior to, 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 towards your, your, your wife. <laughs> hey! If your boyfriend decides to leave you, carry yourself with dignity. Don't fight with him. Yes, yes. You are a Christian. You're a Christian. You're a Christian. Don't, don't disgrace the cross. Crucible, Sometimes Satan will punch you, punch you, punch you. They told Jesus, if you know you are the Son of God, come down from the cross and we'll believe you. Satan is still doing it to a lot of believers. Don't stay on the cross. Come down. This guy, the way he's behaving. <laughs> that one day. I think I need to show, I need to show you. <laughs> there was, I heard a story of a beggar, a blind man. He's been begging, he's been sitting by the roadside at alleyway and he's been begging. And one guy was one day he was so dry. And he's been passing the need. Don't know him that this guy has been making a lot of money. He's blind and he's been working, wearing dark uh, glasses. And he's been please help the, uh, uh, help, help the needy. Help the needy. And he's been getting money. So he also felt that this is good employment. <laughs> so he also f- tried to raise some money, bought some g- Self-employed. glasses. Self-employed, yeah, <laughs> without tax. <laughs> and I went and sat just not far away from near, but there. Right, Not too far. And he's been begging. He's been begging. But no one was giving him money. And sometimes all oh, he will leave the, the place with is maybe two pence or something. And he did it. And he look at this guy. He's getting paper money. He's getting sometimes over 200 pounds. Ah. Customers. <laughs> he, he's got old customers. He's been on the business for a long time. So, so he felt like maybe he's sitting too far. The thing is around the territory. So, he, he, see, some people think carries ministry is because we are in Victoria. You let them come. <laughs> he he shifted. He went closer and went closer and sat near the guy. He was begging. First day nothing. Second day nothing. Third day, and it was Friday. And now he felt I didn't money for the weekend. <laughs> so, he he got the guy's blind. He dipped his hand. Went was dipped his hand in the guy's bowl and took some money and put it. And so the Monday he realized that thing works better. <laughs> so now he won't. He's begging, but if he doesn't have money, he doesn't bother because he knows that I can take some from the reserves. <laughs> so Monday, Friday he did it. Monday he took it. Tuesday he was. So Wednesday he was. And then the blind, the original blind man, he when he saw the guy was bringing, her, he <laughs> hit his hand. He said, Do "You think I don't see you all the time?" <laughs> 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 You have been doing think I don't see you. (laughs) I've had enough. I have to come down from the cross. (laughs) I have to come down from the cross and show you that I can see you. (laughs) I've been suffering in silence for too long. (laughs) Enough of this cross. That's what many believers have been doing. After a while, I said, Let me come out of this cross. It's, it's, It's enough. Yes. Someone told me, Pastor, this church thing, I'm tired. I want to live a normal life. I'm going for my boyfriend. I'm just got, let me. I found a man he loves me, but if I don't give him meals, he may leave me. Yes, 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 yes. So let's enjoy, let me enjoy my life normal. Pastor, yeah. what is it? I need to come down from this cross. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't take your cross and follow me, you are not my disciple. You can come to church, you can join the praise and worship team, you can join the ashes. You can be the first to come to church and be the one to start the morning prayers. Yes. Take your cross, brother. Take your cross, sister. Yes. Yeah. We are called to be cross bearers. Yes. Cross bearers. Yes. He's coming for people. And I like the way Paul put it. Mm. He said, I'm not only I'm ready to die for him. John, uh, sorry, Acts chapter 20, verse 24. Look at Acts 20, 24. Acts twenty twenty four. But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto me, so that I might finish my course with joy, and ministry, and the ministry which I have received of the Lord to testify the gospel. He said, "You see, he says that none of these things move me. I don't count my life dear to me, to myself. Some of us, our lives are too dear to you. The old man is not dead." Your life is so dear to you. That's why they told you don't sing. You are, you are now become, today they say, oh, you are supposed to be the one of the singers. But they said, no, you know today don't sing. You have you are become something else. You are naturally actually fighting against the choir. Ah. So then it makes us feel like you are actually not supposed to have been in the choir. Because if you love the work of God, you do anything to protect it. At your speed. the flesh we have to apply the crucified work Christ has done so Christ is the one who accomplishes the crucifixion we when we come to him we are crucified with him now in our living according to God Galatians 5 yeah 24 already we have to now Apply the crucifixion that Christ has done. So, those of you who have Christ have crucified the flesh and its passions. You have to apply it. And now, how about that carrying of your cross daily? Carrying of your cross daily is now keeping the experience of application, applying what Christ has done, keeping it regular. Carrying your cross. So, first of all, it's your job to carry the cross. He, he was crucified, and he, uh, by, uh, um, um, he was crucified on the cross for us, and we were crucified. The old man was crucified with him. Now we have to apply the crucifixion in our life. Mm. Apply it, because if you don't apply it, you are running at a loss. You have to, but Pastor. I I, I try. I, I've been trying. Don't be trying with your mind. It's a spiritual thing. Okay, Pastor, how do I drive my spirit? Feed your spirit. Feed your spirit. He said, Galatians 5.16, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires, the gratification. You will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And so, the dying of the flesh, the crucifixion of the flesh—we have a role to play. Romans chapter, Romans chapter eight verse thirteen. Romans chapter eight verse thirteen. Colossians chapter, chapter uh, three verse five. Romans eight thirteen says that: for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if watch this, but watch this, but if by the spirit, you can't do it by yourself. If by your spirit, who you put to death. The deeds of the body, you will live. Most of us use because you see, I was teaching the um, um, phase two about three weeks ago, and I was talking about it. Your willpower is not good enough, your willpower is not good enough. Your spiritual strength, yes. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, it said that the Lord will, uh, will grant you that you be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. You, it's just. It's, the Christian walk is by the Spirit from your inner man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you, if you, the more you abscond, the more you withdraw from fellowship, is going to affect you. Mm. Wow. The more you withdraw from reading your Bible, is going to affect you. The more you withdraw from praying, is going to affect you. Praying, reading your Bible, most of you are running by morality, right. of your moral strength. As for me, normally, I know I don't quarrel with anybody, so I don't. Like, your moral strength, but other things are the passions of the flesh are growing in other places. Yeah. So, you are practically, effectively still failing. Moral strength is not it. It's talking about walking in the spirit. It said, if you, by the spirit, put to death the the passions or the deeds of the flesh, you will live. So, there is a responsibility on the believer to kill or to put to death the flesh. But you can't do it by yourself, it takes the spirit. Those who think when they go to church, they have done something good to the pastor. You're joking. You're joking. Unless you're not a Christian. If you're not a Christian, maybe, oh, all right, it's nice to have people coming to church. It's actually nice, you know. It's actually nice. And nice to have people coming to church. Maybe they will get saved. But really, if you're a Christian, it's just like the car going to the petrol station. You always go to the petrol station and get filled up. And watch this, Ha! Ah, the more services you attend, the stronger you are likely to be in your spirit. Amen. Amen. Watch this, God bless you. Some of you, if it's not for today's service, by the end of this week, you mess up. You are likely to mess up. It's not that you are bad, you don't have to be bad, and you don't have to have bad intentions. You just don't have the ability, the capacity, the capability to live by the Spirit, to live. It's, you can't baffle test that you cannot please God in the flesh. What, John chapter 3 verse 6. Whatsoever is born of the flesh is flesh. Romans chapter 8 from verse 5 downwards. It talks about, for you cannot please God in the flesh. Neither can it ever. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh; but those who live according to the Spirit, set their minds on the things of the Spirit. Go to the next verse, verse, verse six. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Go to the next verse. Look at verse seven. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, and and, and uh, nor indeed can be. You can't. You can't please God. The, this, Mama Shakatara Sapaya. the only thing that pleases God is Christ. Nothing else, nothing can ever please God, apart from Christ. So when you are in Christ and you live the life of Christ by the Spirit, you find it, God finds you ple- pleasant. So it's not, listen, religious people, it's not your, the set, of, your set of behavior, but it's your being in Christ. They are two different things, some of us are very nice. You, you, he, my God. I was speaking to somebody big in media, and I said, Listen, I'm not interested, and encourage you, I'm not interested in getting good reports by from politicians or getting good reports by the media. That's not our target. If they say it, we really don't have, have to. Bishop White-Lipot doesn't, doesn't bother about what politicians or oh, which politicians come coming, and politicians, oh, we like what you are doing. No, you don't have to like it. You can like it friend. Our target is not for you to like it. Our target is for him to like it. It's very important. So we 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 are not, we are not in a hurry to appear on any panel. Media panel for interview. Uh, how is it? We, we don't want it. We, what they are look, ah, to it. What they are looking for is not what we are looking for. What they are looking for, they want to convert you into socially well-behaved organization it naturally comes being a Christian you it comes naturally but that is not our focus is pleasing God when we please the father naturally God's purpose will be as uh, achieved when they were pleasing the father they were dying we want the we want the antipas yes. Yes. antipas yes. Anti-pass. we want to be an anti-pass in our generation an antipass in our generation. Antipass in our generation. Yeah. Willing to die for the gospel. Willing to die. The Bible says that, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and morning the Christians stop there. Read the next verse. No, continue, not the next verse. A continuation. And they did not love their lives to death. We stopped, we stop at, they overcame. But how about they did not love their lives unto death? He says that if you are not willing to lose your life, you are not fit to be my disciple. He said for anyone who will lose his life in this world will save it, and anyone who will save his life will lose it. Prepare, preparing for God at any time means being willing, be ready to sacrifice anything. Sacrifice all. If this is what it will cost, let it be so. It's sad. How many churches are being forced by the social norms and worldview, being, being, being pushed to be social entities? Mm-hmm. So, we are, uh, so social responsibilities become very important. It's good, politically speaking, but assignmentally speaking, mm-hmm. Church was never called by God to build schools. The church was that's what Constantine did. When he was persecuting the church, the church was growing. So he changed his order. He then became, he himself became a Christian, and then people were being paid to become Christian. And by that, that's what I said, Constantine, the devil did. By doing that, he watered down the church. Watered down the church. Bishop Dark Eward Mills. Bishop Oyeedepo. These are our greatest heroes, so long as this church is concerned, these guys are focused and dogged on the mission of God's purpose of saving souls and building the church. That is their main purpose. All other things maybe is important, but it's not central. He says that I will build my church. Amen. Are you trying to say politics is not? No, 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 no. We are raising politicians from amongst us too what I'm saying. Yeah. We are raising millionaires from amongst us, but you can't come and change our message with your millions. Yeah. We don't want it. We are complete in him. Yes. Yeah. I, was, I was telling a pastor friend of mine, until the church learns how to say, may your money perish with you, they will buy us off. Yeah. 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 Because some of the offers will be so lucrative. Yeah. 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 Some of you know what I'm talking about. You've been giving offers it's a silence your Christian testimony. Silence your Christian testimony. Just a supervisor. Silence your Christian testimony. <laughs> Most people will be quiet because they want to win contracts. They want to win the bid. Want big, huge contracts. Government contracts are coming. And this politician is a good. So no, no, let's not. Let's quiet and let's. You have to first of all Paul. I like what Paul says, first said, 2 Timothy chapter 4. He says, I have fought a good, I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. Your course. And you're going to be. Bible says 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of God. Of Christ, sorry, of Christ. Said, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. <laughs> Each one. What is this, this is a serious text? That each one say each one, each one. say each one. each one tell someone, including you, <laughs> that each one that each one may receive the things done in your body according to what he has done, whether good or bad, you will receive it. Each one. This is not talking about unbelievers. Unbelievers, they are just they will appear before the throne of God, and if your name is not written in the book of life, you go into the lake of fire. But believers, are the second, at the per- parousia, when Jesus Christ comes again, we shall be caught up with him in the skies. And that's where he will start judging. So he will, the second coming, when he comes like there, when he comes publicly, that's when he will reward us according to. We are all going for reward. Amen. He says that, Philippians chapter 4, church, chapter, excuse me, chapter 3, he says that, I press towards the mark of the price of the high calling of Christ, for which Christ has apprehended me. I press, I said, I do not run aimless, verse 13. I do not run aimlessly. I do not count myself to have obtained, obtain, but one thing I do, forgetting the things which are behind me, reaching forward to those things which are ahead, say the things that are ahead there are things ahead of you the devil wants to take your mind on the things in the past mm-hmm. some of you you have bad past you know mm-hmm. oh, you've you done some bad stuff man mm-hmm. and satan loves that okay. so you always remind you of your past but you know yeah. press towards the things ahead yeah. some of you have made some mistakes all right you, you, after being born again the things you, you said to that man was not good the things you said to your father was not good to your mother to your husband to your 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 your, uh, your 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 wife the things you've said, you've done some bad stuff, man, but you know what? Now that you have come to your senses, according to Luke chapter sixteen, so chapter 15, the, the, the prodigal son came to his senses. He came to himself. Now that you have come to yourself, through the teaching of God's word of truth, get, rise up and start running. Toward, forget the things that lie behind you. You've done enough in the past. Don't live in regrets. Start living Christ. Run towards the mark. Run, run. I told some people that listen. You wanted to come last. You wanted to commit suicide some time ago. You almost come, you really wanted to give up, die. So at least you should even be easier for you to sac- live, sacrifice everything for Christ because you should have been dead by now. I don't understand people. You wanted to commit suicide. I'm tired of life. I want to kill myself. I want to kill myself. Now you wanted to kill yourself. You want that to take your life, and for supernatural reason, God has kept you alive. Why, do you, why is it difficult for you to give your life to Christ? Mm. Think about it. And then when you give your life to Christ, stay on the cross. Mm. Don't let your old, old friends' text messages come to you. They have invited you to Ayanapa, Abiva. So suddenly you are coming off the cross. Because you've always have a dream that one day I'll be in Ayanapa, I'll be in Abiva, I'll be in Morocco, Morocco, Morocco for partying and holiday. Some of those Dubai you go, you know that this is not going to help your Christian life. And you think the pastor doesn't want you to go because he wants you to come to church? No, he actually won't. He knows you you are too weak, and it, it it will affect your Christian testimony. And the more your Christian testimony is affected, the less. What God has packaged for you to receive on earth, the less you receive it. I I was telling uh, the guys yesterday that, you know, there are some ladies who are desperate to marry. They are so desperate that they have compromised on godly principles. And I feel sorry because as soon as you compromise on godly principles, you shift God's timing backwards. You shift it backwards. And anything you go for is your own headache. You are your own. You shift, and if you want to do it God's way, now that you have compromised, by the time, maybe it was next year, 2019, God has planned 2019, it's a God's timetable, and now within this 2018, you're so desperate, you went for three weeks, or for t- three months, you went to try somebody, and you, you, you lost your Christian testimony, you knew it by saying, no, I think I have to advise myself. By the time you realize it doesn't work, you come back to God, you have moved that thing to 2022. Yeah. <laughs> You, some truth God is too faithful to fail. Come on, if you are trusting Him, trust Him to the end. Last, was it last Thursday I taught the message for he, yeah, I, spoke, I didn't mean teach uh, the prayer topic. He who shall endure to the end, Matthew 10, 22, He who shall endure to the end, endure to the end, the same, not somebody else. In Mark chapter 17, verse 17, the same, the same shall be saved. He who shall endure to the end, Matthew 10, 22, Mark 17, 17. He who shall endure to the end. Don't start church and Take a shortcut somewhere. Mm. Satan, may I say this in closing? Mm. I'm your number, I'm your best friend. Mm. It's true. I'm your best friend. I'm your best friend. But I really have to wake you up out of the flesh. Yeah. So I'm not against you. Mm. I'm not against you because of what you did yesterday. I'm too much for your future. To be distracted by what you did in the past. Mm. There's there's, there's too much ahead. Glorious days ahead. That's why I'm I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I'm saying the things I'm saying. That's why. So please, don't be fixated on yesterday. Mm. Wake up. Mm. Wake up. Wake up. And let's forge forward. Mm. Because it may be that you are supposed to be one of the overcomers who will be raptured. Mm. Next week. And this message is necessary for you to wake up and to be ready for the rapture. Because Perusia, Christ is coming again. And as to the time is coming, he didn't tell anybody. He said, I'll come. So, you know, the, the way, they come intentionally so no one will notice them. So, Jesus said, I'm going to come so no one. I, if you realize you're going to wake up, he waits. He waits. So, you don't see him. Come, you are behind your computer, (laughs) 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 and then then, come, Mr. Minister. Take your book, it's like you are behind your computer. Bring your chair, let me show you. So, so sit down. He's behind his computer in his room, in his study alone. No one is there. Open your book, like computer. Yes, he was watching a few things, (laughs) and then. I'm back. Jesus said, I'm back. <laughs> Jesus said, say, hey, I am back now. Come on. I'm taking the others. Then this one will close. Usually, when you see someone coming, you log off quickly. Or <laughs> right, nowadays, you can open many tabs. <laughs> so you go to the other tab so that the one who can see email is your, your adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you, you are reading e- email, especially husbands. The wife is coming, your cousin. Someone, you are reading emails. But it wasn't email. <laughs> it wasn't email. You have opened somebody's profile on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I pray that we will be able to put the cross on the flesh and take your cross. According to Matthew 16, 24, take your cross and follow me. Luke 9, 23, take your, Jesus said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. The same thing is Luke chapter 9, verse 23, take up your cross. It's not a suggestion. Take up your cross. This is how to prepare for the rapture. Rapture comes must, ca- must catch you carrying your cross. Yeah, okay. Remember, the cross is not just for suffering. The cross is actually for dying. Terminate the old man. Keep the old man terminated. For every now and then he wants to step out and use your body of sin as the instruments to continue in sinning. But terminate, They mortify your members. Colossians chapter 3 verse 5 put to death the, your members your members therefore put to death your members which are on the earth you see your members fornication the, your members are the means for all these things the fornication the passions the evil desire the covetousness uh, uh, which is witchcraft idolatry uh, all these things it's your members so he said you have to put to death put to death Keep that thing on the cross. How do I do that? By the Spirit. How do I allow the Spirit to do that? Keep coming to church. Keep reading your Bible privately. When you go home, read your Bible. Yesterday, I met some guys, Pastor. I was very worried, kind of. Because these are a very fiery team of people. I asked everyone, give me one memory verse. It was a battle. And a church that is pursuing revival, you have the fiery ones can't give memory verses if I ask you right now, you know it's going to be commotion. Mm. Yes. But you've been in church for three years, four years. You, you've been doing, you, you, you don't have any personal intimacy with Christ. But I pray God will help us Amen. to build our work with Christ, build our walk with the Spirit and pursue the things of God. I pray for you that when Christ comes, you'll be in a prepared state. Amen. Yeah. I pray for you, I pray for you, that by the time Christ is coming, you are still on the cross. I pray for you, but by the the time Christ is showing up, you have not left the cross and given expression to the the, the body of sin and the body of death. I pray for you that whatever it is the enemy has tried to use to keep you down, you'll be able to rise up and say, I am free in Christ. I am free. I'm no more. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I am this child of God. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave. A slave to sin, to fornication, to pornography, to anger, to bitterness, to quarrels, being quarrelsome, to jealousy, to to all kinds of all kinds of fleshly activities, idolatry. I'm no longer a slave sin I am a child of God. I pray that may the Spirit help us all. May the Spirit help us all to say that when Christ shall come at the trumpet call, oh, may I then be found in him, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless stand before the throne. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to start afresh with Jesus. I don't want to be a slave to sin any longer. I don't know what others heard, but I know God has spoken to me. And I don't want to be, I don't want to harden my heart because the Bible says that today if you hear his word, harden not your heart. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, I don't want to be a slave to sin anymore. I want to be a servant of Christ. I want to be a child of God. I know I am not but I, want, I don't want to pretend about it. I want to be a child of God from today. I want to start afresh. If that is your genuine desire, please say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I know I'm a sinner, Lord Jesus. but I believe that you died on the cross to save me from my sins. From today, I repent and I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. I invite you into my heart for a fruitful, meaningful for a fruitful and meaningful relationship. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I am a child of God. I've made up my mind I'll stay on the cross. I'll take my cross and carry my cross. I'm ready to forsake all, to sacrifice all to please you. Prepare myself for your appearance, for your your appearing. Thank Thank you, Holy Spirit. I receive help. I receive grace to live the life of resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. Many are called, but few are chosen. You said you know your sheep, and your sheep, they know your voice. When you speak, they will know you obey. This one's head, and they've taken a step. I pray, Satan, I rebuke your hand from their lives. Satan, I rebuke the power of addiction over their, li- of their lives. I rebuke control and domination over their life, for sin shall no longer have dominion over us. These are the children of God, washed by the blood of the Lamb. They overcome you, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. I pray for you that may you become a pillar in God's house. Amen. May you become a, a strong building stone and a pillar in the entire move of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. and his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at charis.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Charis Ministries. Stay blessed.